Hey, welcome to Lease FM. Today, I don't know how our audio quality is right now, but I'm recording this not at WGN Radio Studios, um, which I'm really appreciating right now because we are currently in a 10 by 10 square foot room, which feels kind of like a nuclear war bunker. <laughs> Those cool vibes, though. Yeah, cool vibes. Um, I'm joined by that man, Melvin Knight. Um, Melvin Knight is a amazing musician from Urbana-Champaign, and I was in town for a couple days here, or I am in town for a couple days, um, doing some, just kind of wandering around my alma mater, trying to find myself. Have you done that? You still live here. Yeah. You just I, know it. You know, I, I know it, and um, I try to stay away from it now you know because i'm trying to really? move on with my life yeah but yeah totally um i graduated from here in 2015 and it's it's kind of funny to like be back and be interacting with these journalism students who are like what it's just uh you know i don't know if i was as far as they are now but like the program that i did at u of i was way different than what they're doing now which is good we didn't have podcasting until like my last semester and then oh, they were man. like pretend to make a podcast and we did it and it was great but now they're like making these long form like we were just listening to, one, to some of these investigative serial style stories right. and it was awesome right what did no, you it, think i thought it was great and i'm I, glad you got I, to i'm honestly i'm kind of amazed that they didn't start doing that with you until like what your last semester senior year yeah. isn't that like the name of the game in your field now it is it is but it, i was just coming into the field at a time that like my baby boomer teachers didn't really know how to teach us that so i learned really old old fashioned types of but whatever you know what this is not about me Mr. Melvin. Oh, other people more interesting. <laughs> no, you are the other people right now because you are not me and I am, that's okay. We are recording on these really cute microphones. I'll, I'll take a picture and, and make it the SoundCloud profile. Um, I'm talking to you because you released an awesome music video um, Friday the what of April? What was it? Was it was the 6th. That's my, actually my birthday. So. Is it? So it was yeah. a little birthday present to yourself? A birthday present to myself. Wow. Yes. Well, that's adorable and sweet. And it is called Ice Cream, and it is adorable and sweet. you got to watch this music video. I saw this, and I'm just like, it's vintage feeling. It's it's nostalgic, but it's new. And, and because, you know, basically the whole premise of the music video is that you guys are, it's you and two members of your band, the Amber Sky, um, standing outside Jarlings, which if you're at all familiar with U of I and, and Champagne, uh, it's a pretty historical landmark, I would say, where you get awesome um, custard. Are you a townie? Yes, I am. Oh, my God. Where'd you go to high school? Um, I went to Judah Christian and St. Thomas More. Okay, so you're, a, you're a good Christian boy. <laughs> high school boy. Um, I, I went was, to good Christian school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's this joke that's like, you can always tell somebody that's atheist because, or no, somebody, I ruined the joke. Fuck, never mind. Well, you can explain it's going Okay, on. you can always tell if somebody went to Catholic school because they're an atheist now. <laughs> there it is. I'm not going to say too much because my mom might listen. Right. Hi, Mom. Hey, you know what? I'm actually just finding God. I'm finding God in music lately. Really? Isn't that interesting? Oh, you know, I, yeah, you know, <laughs> you find it in your different ways. I usually find it in stress. You don't See? have anything else, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, no, this, I, I really... You know, your music video dropped the same day that Emily Blue put out um, Cellophane. Cellophane, which is an awesome, another nostalgic kind of housewifey video. Um, but this is this is something different. This feels like a summer night watching it. Um, and I'm so excited to to promote you and, and to show Chicago what you have to offer. Well, thank um, you so much. I really do appreciate you that. You know, I appreciate you making music still. And so, Crofton, you and I go back, and I don't even know if you remember me, but I was always front row at Church Booty shows. Um because those guys, Joe Meeland, oh. Dan Hensey, Rob Osiel, like mm -hmm. we are, that's like my core group of freshman 
people from Allen Hall. Oh, yeah. um, so how did you how did you find music? Like when did did it start with Church Booty? No, you've been a singer for a long long time. So, Tell me about that. Uh, both my parents are musicians. My mother is a retired opera singer, and wow. my dad um, was always a jazz pianist and re- conducted choirs. Um, so from the minute before I could walk, I was into music. Um, it, for me, the question was, would I ever do it seriously? And for a long time, that was no. It wasn't until the end of the second semester of my senior year, and I had done a bunch of auditions for colleges, but I was like, ah, whatever. And my dad told me, you know what, why don't you just try writing a song? Because they couldn't get me to practice piano, do nothing else, because I didn't like playing other people's music. It was boring to me. Totally. You know it already. I get that. <laughs> I, you know, and I'm actually a musician as well, and it scares me. I, well, I'm a singer, and I can play some stuff, but I've always been too scared to write a song. Really? Yeah, you just have to cross that threshold. I know, but I, I just, my thing is, like, there's too many perfect songs out there. Why would I contribute to, and I know that that's oh, yeah. stupid, and that's just, like. It's not stupid. No? I heard an album today that made me want to quit. Really? Yeah. Which album? Uh, you know, Sampha. No. Uh, I think it's called Care For You. Care okay. Care For Me, but that's incredible. You, Sampha, check out Sampha's new album if you haven't yet. S-A-N-F-A. S-A-M-F-A. Yeah. M, okay. Sampha. Okay, but back to you. So your your dad told you just try writing a song. Yeah, and so I, I wrote a song. How old were you then? Uh, shoot, I must have been 17. Okay. And I wrote Dream About You, which is actually the song I still play today. But uh, no, I, I fell in love with it because I could put my name on it, and it was something good that I did. Yeah. And until then, I Like I'd an honestly, art project when you're a little kid, you put it on the fridge. Well, like an art project, but almost more so because it's something that's like quasi-academic because, you know, you wrote the notes and the lyrics yeah. and everything. And like before then, I had never been celebrated for any of my work um, in a sense that had been like admirable. You know, I'd just been kind of like class clown or like people had assumed that I'd was always goofing off or, like, had my head in the clouds. I just didn't care about anything else. Right, totally. You know, the stuff was boring to me. I was never dumb. It's just other people seemed like they were, you know, sticking around, meandering around with stupid minutia and details yeah. and semantics and stuff. I didn't right. care. They were, they were the other people, the others, we'll call them, they were built for that school system, and you were There's nothing wrong with that, yeah. No, because I, I was the same way. I, w- or I was the opposite of you. I was so into the school system, but I was still somehow – am still an artist of some I'm putting that in quotations because I'm just trying to get used to calling myself that yeah. um, but because I'm a journalist first and foremost but for you I totally see that as and and, and read any autobiography or memoir about uh, a musician or, or a band and, and nine times out of ten they're going to be trouble troublemakers and yeah. so so you're part of a whole a whole bigger um, bigger I don't know how I want to say it, Mom, tapestry yeah. of of <clears throat> People who didn't quite fit in in school. Yeah. So, okay, let's get into the first influence then musically. Um, do you want to talk about your parents or what? who did you write down? Um, well, to see, to tell you the truth, when you asked ask me the question, I already knew the answer, so I forgot and I didn't write it down. That's but, good. But um, my first and biggest influence, I'd say, is my mother. Um, watching her sing on stages, the way she communicated, wor- um, communicated to the audience, not through a lyric, but through the emotion in her voice and the physicality of her singing, um, that'll stick with me for the rest of my life. And um, no one's, I never heard anyone do it like that. What, wh- where did she sing and everything? Give me a little history on her and what's her name? Uh, Cynthia Coleman. Uh, she doesn't like, uh, you know, me name dropping, nothing like that. But she, Well, no, um, it, she is because she made you and that's beautiful that you list her as an influence. She did some stuff. She uh, debuted one of John Williams' operas. And um, John, the John Williams, the John Williams, yeah. We have a, actually a picture of all of us with him. And uh, that's so cool. Is this pre Harry Potter? This is yeah. This is pre Harry okay, Potter. Okay, cool. 
and um, she's done a whole lot of stuff overseas. She did um, Porgy and Bess was her main role as Bess that she's known for, but she's done a lot of other roles too. I don't keep track of everything. But yeah, no, uh, and then um, also my, my father obviously is an influence as far as musicianship as a piano player. But then once we get into like the other big name people that influenced me, Stevie Wonder is first ballad. Yeah, okay, let's talk about Stevie because we want to move through these slow. This is the whole, the whole show here. And oh, I know okay. that, well, first I want to talk about your mom though because like I want to know about growing up, did you guys sing together? I mean... I was always yelling or singing, but yes. I you mean, were? And like, what do you mean? Like, okay, so around the house? Like, was she always yelling and singing, too? Because the thing about me and my mom is we, we're basically the same person. Oh, so I love it. Me, too. We love to get on each other's nerves. It's like a sport. But so whoever's most tired, that person's going to lose that day. <laughs> and so we'd fall around the, at the house singing, but it's not like singing for real. Like, we used to be making noise. So we'd sing, like, Temptations or Marvin Gaye or Michael Jackson, whatever, but, like, at the top of our lungs just like getting on the other person's nerves as effectively as possible. Um, so that was my life, singing, you know, and I think, honestly, the reason the reason that helped me was because I wasn't taking it seriously. I was just messing around with my resonance and, like, how I produce sound, that when I tried to actually take it seriously as I got older, I knew all the different areas and ways to use my voice to where, you know, I could make whatever sound I wanted to make. Totally. Awesome. Well, shout out, Mom, Cynthia. Amazing. You've produced an amazing musician who I've had the pleasure of watching since he was, like I said, in uh, Church Booty or FKA Church Booty. Now they're, they go by Fay Ray, but it's a different band. It is a different band because you guys were different, doing different things back then when you were in the band. Um, and I miss you dearly. I'm just putting that on the record. You really contributed a whole bunch to that to that uh, group of musicians, and they miss you, I'm sure. Um, but I'm we're all very proud of you for continuing on and and developing this new identity and new fresh sound and um well, let's thanks, man oh, i love those guys I yeah mean, they they helped me find my i don't mean to you know digress but they no, helped me find please, my I want, legs I want digression. Go ahead. they That's certainly helped me find my legs because when i started out i was a shy little kid who um you know basically didn't really speak that much in high school except when i was doing something really weird and like what Oh, dude, I was. It's hard for me to keep track. I was so strange. Like, that was just. I, it's hard for me to even put dude, into words. Here's one for you. I shaved my legs during choir. During choir? Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, people have told me that. I don't remember it. I think I blocked it out too. So I was a freaking weirdo too. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, we make me feel better about yeah, myself. Yeah, you're I'm in good. good company. You're good. You're good. Wow. Um, okay, so church booty, but but. Let's talk back about, about your influences. What did you bring to the table? Stevie Wonder. Let's talk about Stevie Wonder. How uh, is Stevie. Who so, is Stevie to you? Okay, Stevie is to me is the Beatles in one person. Yeah, you know, the he's, Beatles in one person. Except imagine that Ringo and all those guys were like great musicians as well. Ah, ooh, burn. Hey, no, um, that's not a knock on the Beatles. No, you can no. be a great musical influence icon and not be a great musician. Yeah, Ringo sucks at drums. We, yeah, Ringo's totally. not a good drummer. No, but I'm going to see him in September. Hey, that's what's up. See? there. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying there. Um, so Stevie... But yeah, amazing no. piano player, singer, writer. But his, yeah, his songwriting style and the way that he fuses uh, jazz and harmony uh, and the melody together with what I call dynamic melody. Mm -hmm. um, what's, the, what's the difference between dynamic melody and So the and difference regular? between dynamic melody and static melody, in a lot of today's pop music, you have static melody where it relies upon like one or two notes and really the lyrics or the beat drives the song forward. And the melody... Yeah, that is like all music. If you saw anything now. by, I don't know, who's a good example of that. Well, like a lot of people in today's music, for instance, like Frank Ocean, even who I love, a lot of his stuff is Super more like simple. tone poetry. It's not just that it's simple. Yeah. It's that, you know, the, the key centers are pretty much static 
and um, the the song is driven forward by something other than the singer's voice. Yeah. For Stevie's music, a lot of it, like uh, the song A's, for instance, uh, that song is melodically driven and it's dynamic. The melody drives the song, and the melody comes from the singer. Mm -hmm. That's something that Stevie does more than most people, um, and for me, it heavily influenced me as a songwriter. Yeah. Um, then beyond Stevie. Well, uh, wait, no, let's talk about oh, okay, Stevie. Sorry, sorry. What's your favorite Stevie Wonder song? I'm just curious. Oh, good lord. Or album? <laughs> we could go album. Intervisions? Are uh, you? You know, my favorite Stevie album is Music of My Mind. Mm, so good. You know that one? Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that one just because it's like a synth parade. My favorite for I think it's probably Evil. Okay. Because I just I just love how he just builds that song. And that was in the eight, early '80s or late Oof. '70s. I mean, I think it'd be late '70s, late 70s. maybe early yeah. '80s. Yeah. I'm not the person. Was with the synth we're talking. Yeah. yeah. That the the new technology. All right. Do you use synth in your songs? Oh yeah, you? my last record was super synth heavy. Okay, cool. And because I start really got my musical base on keyboard, that's where I got my you know my my sea legs. Yeah. Now I'm venturing away. I'm learning guitar, but that's different. <gasps> Good for you. Um, and, and did you like as a kid look at look up to Stevie, or when did he become like your main? Or was, oh, from the start. Yeah, for sure. Same. Honestly, he was my dad played him all the time in my house, and it right. was always like, and I have vision problems. Um, without my contacts in, I'm, I'm legally blind. Oh. Um, so yeah, fun fact. <laughs> I don't know if it's that fun, but it's annoying. But it, it would always be like, you know, no. People have it worse. Stevie has it worse, and he does more, better than I do. You know, it's it's so inspirational that he, I mean, just who, whatever. It doesn't even fucking matter that he can't see because you don't even think about that. Right. I mean, it it makes the music better, you know. And and that's as a f I'm I'm going to film school next year, and I'm I'm like oh, awesome. I see my vision as not an impairment, but like some way to see focus and 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 see foreground and see. What doesn't need to be in focus, if that makes sense, and no, it makes definitely. my ears better. It's a new, unique perspective. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, love, 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 love Stevie Wonder. Number three. Who's it gonna be? Number three. I'm already at number three, huh? Yes, Because I are. could list more. I know. So number three is for me is going to be. Hmm, I'll just say Donny Hathaway for now. Okay. Tell me who he is, because I don't know. You don't know Donny Hathaway. No. Okay. I don't. See. So Donny Hathaway. I admit that I don't know things too. Oh, I'm not one of those so like, oh yeah. <laughs> I've done that before, and it's gotten me in trouble. Uh, Donny Hathaway is, uh, I think, one of the greatest black male vocalists of all time. Cool. Um, not as celebrated as Stevie or Marvin, and it, that always hurt him. But he was an incredible musician, just the quality of his voice. I tried to copy the quality of his voice for years. I darkened my tone far too much. But mm -hmm. um, Interesting. Is that something that you, you found yourself doing still as a singer, or do you, have you found your... Your voice. This sounds like the I, I found question, no. It's not cheesy. I I found my my voice now. Um, in the past, I think, year and a half especially, but because I was just well, kind of wandering for a while, trying to figure out where oh, I fit in. But yeah, no. Donnie was like one of my major influences because he was one of those people who also, as far as in the idiom of soul R and B, um, he couldn't really find his place because he wasn't popular. He wasn't pop, but he also wasn't completely you know like concert music. Um, he was just giving what was on his heart. Um, also, he was a composer, which is what I am as well. Very cool. So, you know. And when I, was his like heyday? Him? Uh, shoot, dude, I'm I'm not one for the dates. I'm That's a terrible all right, musicologist. Because it's all the same, just because we all have it on our iPods. Yeah, iPhones. right. But um, I do know that he. Uh, you know, he got became schizophrenic and jumped out of a window. So oh, that's, well, that's, that's how a, it ended for him. Shoot. 
yeah, it was really Oof, unfortunate and sad. Sense, but man, that is sad. And um, and his music, what's it about? Um, I mean, he covers uh, a large range of subjects. It's not just singular. It's not just like one, you know? Yeah, good. Like, you know, love, sex, being poor, being rich, all that. Yeah. Faith. Cool. Yeah. And would you say you'd do the same or try to? Or what's your what's your lyrical uh, subject matter usually I mean, besides ice cream? Oh, besides... Or so including ice cream. Yeah, for including ice cream. You know, for me, a man... I'm, I've been uh, eating a lot of ice cream since that video, by the way. Oh, like custard, good. specifically no, custard. I had Culver's and difference. I had Andy's custard. And it's, I, I want more. Let's go to Charlie's. <laughs> no, for sure, definitely. <laughs> um, but no, for, for me, man, uh, art imitates life for me. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so it has to do with everything that just happens in my life. I'll just, I express it, um, not necessarily because I say I have to do something, but it's because it's my way of like, you know, healing myself or moving myself forward in life is like cathartic for me. Totally. So the fact that I can make it a business is like, you know, hell yeah, making money off my therapy. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Making money off my therapy. That's a good line for a song. <laughs> I'll save it. Throw it in. Yeah. We'll write that one down. Um, okay. So Donny Hathaway, that's number three. Number yeah. four. Number four, Marvin Gaye. Yes. Uh, and is that where you got the Melvin? Melvin Knight, the, that pen name. Um, I was looking for something that I felt like was more relatable, more normal, because mm -hmm. I've always wanted to be just like everybody else. I f um, Why? You I think Crofton like isn't relatable? Crofton McAllister Coleman is like the you most... You sound like a dope composer. Yeah, it sounds like a dope composer, but it it's like too much of me. You know what yeah, I mean? It's totally. like you never fits in, one. doesn't know what anything's well, like. Yeah. Doesn't I can't relate to anyone else. So I'd like to... Uh, Dumb it, it down. Have a character, <laughs> but but in a in a yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like a character that's cool, but that people can relate to, that right. is real, and also it's um, like a marriage of a lot, like Gladys Knight, you yeah. know, Brian McKnight, mm -hmm. Marvin Gaye. Right. That's I just what take I was things, thinking, I put them Marvin, together yeah. into something that it's sounds like, like something you've heard before. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like Melvin Knight, man. I've I've heard that before, mm -hmm. and I think that's awesome. I mean, I actually changed my name for radio. I was Lisa Graham, and right. now I'm Lisa Graham. So it. It's a thing that you have to do when you're when you're putting on a different hat, right? Yeah, and then also um, I wanted the separation between my work, what I do, and then who I am. I wanted people who know me, you know, they come to me as Crofton. Yeah. And then if it's something about work, they come to Melvin. It's like yeah, it's nice and that's separated. Cool. That is know. really cool. I love it's it. For my it's like own. a business name. Yeah. So okay, Marvin Gaye. I mean, it's he speaks for himself, but let's let's talk about when when did he come in? Is it is it more than uh? What's going on to you? Is it? It's all of his records. Li I've listened to everything that man's ever put out. Yeah, um, he's some amazing. of the things he didn't mean to things he didn't mean to release. <laughs> uh, really? Like what? Um, like different rough cuts of um, uh, what was the song? Symphony. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he did some other standards, like American Songbook standards, that like aren't popular, but. He really, that's what he wanted to do at first. He wanted to be like a Frank Sinatra type. And totally. Like, no, yeah, that's like not a, what you're going to be like doing. Like in the Rat Pack or whatever. Right. Yeah. But no, I I feel like, I, I almost feel like I was connected to him um, across generations. Like we're similar people, you know? Wow. Um, How so? The way Just the story or the the emotional Not the story spectrum. of his life, but the emotional spectrum, the way that he moved through the world and the way that he saw things and the way that he felt and heard music. I, I feel and hear it the same way. Also, just as far as the, the way our voices work and the way that we superimpose our voices over tracks, we take a similar approach. And that's not due to me trying to copy him. That's because that's how I fit in best. Totally. And it's your, it's your education. 
You know, you're, you you've been studying him, right? By listening to him. Well, yeah. It's, of course, well, it's gonna you're gonna mimic. Yeah, it of course, it's, it's gonna, gonna come out. But it's also you think bigger than that. It's a part of. Well, I mean, okay, I'm not gonna brag, but when I was a little kid, my, we were in Amster- I was in Amsterdam with my mom when she was singing. Cool. And she went to one of his favorite restaurants where I used to eat at, and I fell and scarred my head in the table. Some some Harry Potter where stuff. Where is it? You know Let me I mean? see. Uh, it used to be here, but it's like kind of faded. Oh yeah, it's, it's the big lightning see. bolt. Yeah. No, actually, I can see something. Yeah, it's that's like faded now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning in to look at the <laughs> the lightning bolts. That is such a good story. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. Um, favorite song by him? Oh, right now, because it, it changes all the time. But right now, my favorite Marvin song is um, uh, probably Funk Me off of Good one. Uh, what's it? The Days of Our Lives, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the lyrics are all totally phoned in on that record because yeah. the record company, I don't think they gave him enough time to write anything. Yeah. But the way he like does the vocal harmony on that record and moves through it, the voice leading is incredible. Very cool. Incredible. That awesome. Check it out. Okay, well. Number five, we're already there. I can't, that was such a fast conversation. That was but really fast. That's good. Why don't you, do you want to talk about something that influenced directly this video? Did um, you direct the video? Did you come up with, because you came up yeah. with storyboards and everything. Yeah. So what, do you want to talk about like a video influence or, or do you want to keep to the music? It's up to you. You know, honestly, I can burn through these influences and I still have stuff to talk about. I know, so. I know. So go, whatever, what came to mind? Number five. <laughs> oh, we're influences now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Num- and then we'll talk about the video. Sure thing. Absolutely, man. I'm adjustable. Yeah. Um, number five, I'm going to say, and at this point it's toss-ups because there's a lot of people. I know. But I'm going to say number five for me is going to be, oh, who am I going to pick? I'm going to say Roberta Flack. Ooh, who's that? Roberta Flack. Yeah, see, Okay, this so is Roberta good. Flack Education. did a lot of tracks with Donny Hathaway. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say either Roberta Flack or Nina Simone. Because they're both in a very similar vein, but she's a great composer, player, and singer. Um, have you heard the, so- the song "The First Time Ever I Kissed Your Face"? Let's hear a little bit of it. All right, write that song down. Yes, I will. But you tra- sing it. Oh, you want me to sing yeah. it? Uh, I haven't warmed up nothing. <laughs> but no, it's a beautiful piece. But she's just an incredible writer and pianist, and inspired me to push myself more as a musician as well as being a singer. You know, knowing what I'm talking about. Yeah. Being able to not only you know. Uh, lead a band through my song, but direct a band and be hold my own with the other musicians right. there, because there tends to be a little separation between musician and singer. Yes, and I want to be more musician than I am a singer. Right, uh, that's a really interesting point. Um, okay, cool. So Roberta, Roberta Flag, Roberta Flag. Um, okay, so we've got those five influences, and I just want to talk the last five minutes of this um, episode about about your upcoming projects and about. About the Amber Sky, who are they to you? What's the band that you've put together? Or did you put it together? Yeah, what? I put it together. Okay, tell me uh, more. On my way out, as I was getting ready to graduate, I ran to a few cats, Elijah Harris, Shel- <laughs> Kurt Shelby Jr., mm-hmm. uh, James Russell Sims, and Good Jeffrey names. Dean. Yeah, great names. Yeah. And uh, great players. And Tyler Shields on percussion. And um, I was like, I was looking for a group that could play my style of music, mm-hmm. you know. What's your style? All the stuff that we've basically talked about combined into one beautiful thing. Well, you know, it's more like, I guess, 70, 70s vintage style R&B. Right, but old new school material. Soul, but new covers. material, right. but, and also they're, they have to be dope musicians because we get loose live. Yeah, um, <laughs> I love it. Uh, but just able to experiment. These guys, they could totally do it. So I'm like, listen, I can't pass up on this opportunity. Because yeah. I was think, trying to figure out what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? I want to do another project. And those were the guys to do it. So uh, I, I, I roped them in. We did a couple of shows. And we've been going for a while now. And I hope to keep going with them 
Congratulations. Yeah, thank That's thank awesome. You. And, and and your upcoming record is called? Uh, my upcoming record is called Shades of Us. Shades of Us, um, featuring Ice Cream, which is your single. Are you calling it a single? Yeah, music that's, video? that's a music video single. That's yeah, a, cool. Uh, um, but what's the concept behind the album? The concept behind the album is just the stuff that's going on in my life. Shades of Us it's your therapy, has right? to do yeah. with... Yeah, no, Shades of Us has to do with, you know... Um, the literal shades of us, you know, ethnic differences, mm. as well as um, emotional differences, you know, um, dealing with mood swings, uh, um, emotions, all that stuff. Anxiety. Um, or anxiety, all yeah. that stuff. Depression, all that stuff. Totally, mental health. I love um, it. But, yeah, no, it's just everything in my life. So Ice Cream, actually, that song is it's just a euphemism, really. But... Um, I, well, I thought it would be nice to just put a little cute backdrop behind it's it. It's not like licking off the table. Well, <laughs> I've gotten more subtle over the years. <laughs> oh, that was so good. If, <laughs> if you're not my brother, Doug Graham, you couldn't probably get that reference to a very awesome church booty uh, oh my God. slow jam, which was dirty sounding, but it was really just about a milkshake that's filled on the table. That was they literally about a milkshake. I know, I know. And then ice cream is not Lick about a milkshake, but it came off as innocent. So. Wow. Love me while you lick it up and watch you while you get loving your body right. right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man. Wow. Good Lord. That was a dream come true just singing that with you. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so ice cream. Check it out. I'm going to post a link to the video along with this oh, podcast. Awesome. Thank you. Um, and when are you are you coming up to play in Chicago soon or are we working on that? Still working on it, man. Still I got working you. on it. I'm going to help you. You know what? Uh, you know, find something. yeah, if you were helping me, it'll be soon. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Thank Melvin you for Knight. Me. Yeah. Um, I'm not even going to say your other name because it's not relevant anymore. <laughs> Melvin Knight. <laughs> We've evolved. And the Amber Sky. Crafting. Look them up and uh, and and be aware because they're coming around and they're going to make you dance and feel things. Thank you so much, Melvin. Thank you. This is Lease FM live at the University of Illinois. Well, recorded, but we're live right now, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yeah. All right. Here it is, ice cream. Staying up late nights to wait on a weekend, watching the world pass by. Last night was magic to me. Love tastes too good to believe. Oh, oh, oh. Ice cream. Nobody's asking for us. Nobody oh, has yeah. to know where we go. Oh no. Ice cream. Nobody's asking for us. Nobody oh, has yeah. to know where we go. Give me that sweet sugar, babe. Give me that love that I crave I swear I won't tell a single soul Nobody's asking for us Nobody has to know where we go And it feels like everything is worth it Though the world outside Taste and I feel like I'm
Take a taste that I feel like I'm 